Hey everyone, welcome to another episode, episode 56 of Cup of News with your hosts. Here we are on this beautiful day. Hope you guys are having a great week. If you guys enjoy the show, those that are new, welcome. If you find any value in this podcast, please drop us a five stars. Give us a comment, share, share with your loved ones. This is how we grow. This is how we get discovered in the algorithm. And this is how we get motivated to keep on producing high quality content. What's up, Pete? Not a much, just hanging out at the studio. On this amazing episode, we're going to talk about nitrites and nitrates. They're very common preservatives that are usually put in, in meats and different kind of processed foods. We're also going to talk about NMN and NAD. These are some fairly new chemicals and new things that we are slowly doing research on, and they have a really great potential for our future. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about nitrates and nitrites because when I was younger, I started discovering that, hey, maybe it's causing like bacterial like um harm right i've noticed at first in like bacon so like for like the past four or five years i stopped purchasing bacon with like nitrate nitrites mm. and you know here we're going to discuss the evidence base whether it's actually harmful to the body or not yeah i was always told well not always but when we did our little research we found out that nitrates and nitrites aren't the most healthiest thing thing to be to be consuming and to be eating but then with a little bit of further research, we realized that, hey, certain vegetables like beets and other vegetables like that, they contain, they contain nitrates. And certain medications that prevent angina also contain nitrates. So that was very interesting to me because nitrates are, are known to, to be converted into something called nitric acid or non-nitric acid, nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator. It's very common in sporty drinks. A lot of pre-workouts have it because it dilates your, your, your veins. That way you get more blood flow, more oxygen to your, to your muscles. And same with when you have an angina and you have some chest pain, you know, people take nitric acid to benefit that for, for the same reason. So that's why we decided to do some research because it kind of sounded, sounded kind of off. And this is one of those things where it's not black and white. You can't definitely say that nitrates and nitrites are good and nitrates and nitrites are, are bad. It's a little bit more complex than that. So nitrates and nitrites are used as an additive and a preservative for meats. That's what gives it that more of that pink and reddish color makes it you know prettier to, to the eyes but also makes it last longer because it induces an environment that a lot of bacteria can't can't live yeah. in and it's critical because this this is the reason why we preserve food is because it prevents botulism and other foodborne pathogens in the food yeah. so like the north american meat institute says like this is something very critical and you know they get evidence from the toxology reports and there's no evidence that links to anything bad and that's why it's continuously using our food system. Yeah, the first thing I started off looking at is the difference between nitrates and, and nitrites, and they're, and they're fairly similar. The thing is that when you consume nitrates, the enzymes in your mouth actually convert the, the nitrates into nitrites. And nitrates by themselves aren't the most harmful thing. Like I said, they're found in vegetables, it's a vasodilator, but nitrites is the kind of a little bit of a sketchy part. Because like I said, they get from nitrates, you get nitrites, A and I, and that can, also turn into nitric oxide, but can also turn into something called, and if I'm mispronouncing it, I'm sorry, nitrosamines, which can be harmful. They're shown to cause different kinds of colon cancers, different kinds of cancers of, of the bowel, and that's kind of the, 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 the scary part. And as evidence comes out, it's showing that nitrate might be responsible for this, especially the, add, the additives in, in meat. Not so much in, in plant-based, because when nitrates and nitrites are introduced to plants, they're usually absorbed from the soil. So they're absorbed yeah. compared to when it's meat, they're artificially added to it. Yeah, and, and that's the problem that probably creates the issue is that it's an additive in meats. For example, when you're consuming plants, you know, the plant actually absorbs nitrogen through the soil, 
nitrogen is used as a protein and a building block to help plants actually grow. So nitrogen in that form, however, gets converted, whether maybe it's in the cell wall of the plant, it's not harmful to the body. And same thing, uh, the body doesn't convert it to nitrosamines as much when it comes to from the plant. Um, this is not on the, the, the podcast when it comes to the research, but I was looking a little bit into this chemical. And it's interesting because you know how beetroots uh, vasodilate cause like um, blood pressure to, you know, get a decrease from dilation. What's interesting is this doctor did this study and I was listening to it on YouTube where they consumed beetroots and after like two hours or so, there's a peak where the blood pressure tends to drop. And what they did is they had a control group where one of them kept spitting out their saliva because saliva acts as like a buffer in a way, right? It converts it to the nitrosamines. Mm. So when they, when someone kept spitting it out in the control groups, their blood pressure actually didn't drop down, which is very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And since we're on the, since we're on the topic of studies, uh, I did look up one study uh, regarding nitrites and, and nitrates that I found very fairly interesting. Actually, there are a few of them that I looked into, but this one I want to touch base upon more than others. Others. It was a meta-analysis. So I actually looked at 22 articles, uh, which consisted of about 49 studies, and it looked at the effects of nitrates and, and nitrites on, on, on animals. And it's, the results were a little bit fascinating because it showed that high nitrate Intake was associated with a reduced risk of gastric cancers, but a high intake of nitrites and and the MA seemed to increase the risk of, of cancer. So, so it's very interesting because, like I said, nitrates aren't as harmful, but when you consume, consume nitrites that are very similar in, in a chemical composition, you get these potentially these harmful effects. And even according to um, this research agency called International Agency for Research of, of Cancers, which is run by the WHO, actually found that that nitrites increase the risk of, of gastric cancers and, and things like that. But they also saw that nitrates are beneficial. They actually lower blood pressure and 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 they do they have some benefit, which is which is weird, which is one of those things where it's okay if you consume, but if you consume it in large quantities, that's where you have a heightened risk of getting these kind of cancers. We're not saying don't consume anything with nitrates and nitrites because you, you still need those for, for normal cellular function and, and other other pathways like that. But it's one of those things that you have to watch out for, especially the, the nitrite nit, nitrite portion with that. Yeah. So the I is bad, the A is good. So yeah, definitely decrease your intake of processed meats or anything that uh, contains that. Another interesting correlation is uh, a lot of foods that are preserved, what they actually say is that they're free from these ingredients like nitrates and nitrites. But... They're from natural sources, like let's just say celery juice. So what, what these companies are doing is they're extracting, let's just say, celery juice, and they're still, it's still acting as a preservative because it's found in the vegetable. So now my question is, is what's happening to the body when you're consuming it from a celery juice form? Because you're taking it from its natural substance and putting it as an additive regardless now, will that have the same you know, um, chemical issues and you still turn into nitrosamines which causes cancer so i'm glad you brought that up because the reason why people see an issue with nitrites and nitrates in in meat as preservatives is because meat also increases the amount of ammonia in your body and these nitrosamines that we're talking about these cancerous ones they actually need this this ammonia to cause this cancer so that's why that's why it's it's bad to have it in, in a meat preservative fashion. It's a double-edged sword. Because you're getting that ammonia that, that the nitrosomy needs to cause this, this inflammation and cause devastation. So that's why we're not really so much of it being in vegetables because you don't have that ammonia effect compared to it being in meats. Yeah, oh, I see. Mm. 
I'm glad you brought that up. I almost forgot to mention that. Jeez, I hope I don't have to stop eating bacon after this podcast, man. But luckily, bacon's you know nitrate free. <laughs> you know they they have that, and yeah, we don't consume a lot of bacon anyways. Maybe a few pieces, you know, for breakfast every couple of days. So it's not going to do that much harm. Yeah. You know? Another topic I want to bring up is this breakthrough thing called NMN and also NAD. I was first introduced to these these things. I don't want to tell you the name of them because it's they're so hard to, to pronounce. Say it once, bro. Yeah, I'll say it in a little, <laughs> in a little bit. But I was introduced to these with by Dr. Sinclair. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and Dr. David Sinclair. He's the the head scientist, one of the head scientists in Harvard for for anti for the anti aging lab, and that's what really got me interested in NMN and NAD because these are these breakthrough compounds that we've we've kind of just recently found out about and we're still doing research about it so what i've learned about it is it looks very promising and potentially has breakthrough you could say say it's kind of breakthrough technology for the future even though it's it's a a chemical not necessarily an electronic i mean yeah it's basically something that's always been there in your body Mm. and it's a chemical or more like a transport is what i'm kind of understanding when i was redoing my research and NAD plus because it has a hydrogen ion then right because it's uh, negative at first I believe what it does it's uh, it transfers molecules inside of the cell so let's just say your body has glucose and glucose is going to feed your cell how is it going to do that well there's molecule transporters that let's just say take glucose like NAD and take it to the mitochondria and that's where the energy production happens and you actually make ATP so NMN I'm gonna give it a try it stands for nicotinamide mononucleotide and it's a naturally occurring molecule that occurs in every cell and it's required in all forms of of life and it's a precursor to to nad and nad is probably the more of the important one because like matt said it's used for transport so it's a, a coenzyme required for cellular life function and it helps all these proteins and enzymes function so it's if you didn't have any nad in your body you would not be able to survive if, if cells don't have nad you can't it's just as important as, as ATP. Like I mentioned, it's very important in, in the Krebs cycle, which if you don't have the Krebs cycle, you can't produce ATP and your cell, cells don't have any energy. And it is also responsible for a lot of things that go on in a, in a mitochondria as well. And now we're looking at these studies and it's actually showing to be involved in a lot of like anti-aging properties. And it's very beautifully that we discovered this because because like Matt said before, it's required in all cellular, cellular life. So we're able to understand how cells function, how they work, and we'll make them stronger, we'll make them grow, we'll make them decline, we'll make them age, right? So this is a very, very important compound that we just recently discovered, NAD. Mm-hmm. And NAD stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. I give you mad props. Swear, too. man. These are so hard. <laughs> so we're going to stick with NMN and NAD. And a lot of the talk we're going to give is going to be more of, of NAD. Just because that that's the one that produces more of more of the action, and I'm just a precursor to it. Yeah, and the way this molecule works, so it also it's a carrier, but also how somehow preserves DNA. So if you have a depletion of NAD, the DNA gets damaged in the mitochondria. So it's interesting because if you look at all these, like if you take the body, we're just a giant combustion of chemical reactions. Mm. So it makes sense if you're depleting this chemical which is acting like a buffer to this mitochondria. I'm like imagining it like someone is pouring coal into the damn train and it's mm-hmm. getting on fire. So if we're depleting that and then there's damage, then if, if the coal, in this case, the, the furnace that's making energy in our body is getting destroyed and then cells get destroyed because they react and you know there's oxidative stress, mm-hmm. I can see this 
molecule being this anti-aging molecule, like, for example, Dr. Sinclair brought up and all that. And it's making a lot of sense when we did our research. Yeah, a lot of potential. So some of some of the potentials we're going to list for you guys, and it's it seems like it's like it's, it's an amazing thing. It's So the first one we keep bringing up is, is aging. So how it impacts aging is because NAD is a fuel that helps something called sirtuins, and sirtuins actually maintain homeostasis in the cell. So what happens is that you raise, raise the NAD level, which then you have a greater hold of cellular homeostasis. And when they heighten the levels of NAD in a body, in mice, in yeast, it shows that they're able to live longer somehow. And that's the beauty of it. There's no human studies yet that are, are out or very predominant, but it shows to, shows to extend this cellular aging and slows down this DNA breakdown that's associated with aging. Because some of you might not know, but the reason we age and how we age is basically our, our DNA gets damaged over time. And that DNA damage over time makes us age. And that's literally how the aging process works is just stress and cellular damage and damage on the DNA level. Yeah. And NAD seems to kind of prevent that from happening. And what I also read is that when you get older, your NAD levels drop. And there's this other thing called PARP, which depends on, on NAD to function. So your NAD levels drop as you age and this PR, PARP enzyme, it, it gets heightened. And this kind of change in concentration, it, it causes an increase in cellular damage and it depletes your telomeres and just increases the aging process. And, and your body is unable to as efficiently repair those cells. And that's how NAD prevents aging in a nutshell. I mean, geez, to solve this anti-aging riddle, it seems pretty simple, right? Mm -hmm. To focus on this, but then there's just so much to it. It's so uh, much, and this is all on like such a minute level because this is even smaller than than cells. A cell, it's, yeah, it's, smaller, it's a molecule. It's smaller than nucleotide. It's smaller than a mitochondria. These are like tiny, 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 tiny things, and we just recently found out about them. Wow. Yeah. The next one is met a metabolic disorder. So just like I said, NAD is key to maintaining mitochondrial function. And just like I said, if you deplete it, it causes DNA damage to the mitochondria. So they did some studies on rats and it actually showed that if you reduce ages, uh, I'm sorry, it reduces aging if you add an NAD booster and actually uh, slows down the aging process and the weight gain that's associated when you get older. But that was only found in mice so far. So we're still waiting for human trials to bring this, you know, study into fruition and all that. Yeah, very promising. But the thing, like like we mentioned before in our free episodes, is a lot of these studies are with mice. So it's not always foolproof when you move it to humans. Because exactly. even though we are on a DNA and cellular level fairly similar to mice, our body still has different function, different enzymes and all that. And it doesn't always, always perfectly reflect on whatever these mice trials are. Right. And, you know, in other studies, too, in female mice, they showed that it actually decreased um, the effects of diabetes. So maybe this could even be something in the future for fighting metabolic syndrome. Mm -hmm. uh, and I did my research a little bit, too, and it showed that because you could buy NMD over the counter. Yeah. Did you use it before? I, I have. I bought like a small, small thing of it. I think it was only like 30 days. Okay. So not enough for me to kind of check out the, check out the, the results. And, the, and I didn't and I wasn't really strict on it, so okay. I didn't always take it. Yeah, because I found that some people actually take it to treat like their chronic fatigue syndrome. Mm -hmm. So they're helping the mitochondria get boosted up and stuff. So you can take it for that. But as of now, there's no evidence to like support the correlation between taking NAD plus and actually ha reversing your chronic fatigue syndrome. Yeah, it's I think it's labeled as one of those cognitive enhancement things. 
which we'll also talk about that too. It's it's benefit on neurodegeneration, but it's labeled as one of those as like those like cognitive enhancers that people are labeling as. And I'm not sure if it's FDA approved or not, but you could definitely get over the counter. I tried it. I didn't have any kind of results. And you're supposed to eat it with. I'm not sure. I think he recommended eating it with with dairy. Okay. Dairy had something with dairy allowed it to absorb better. Let me let me throw a disclaimer in here. Please uh, consult your primary mm-hmm. care provider if you're trying to take an AD plus. The cup of nurse is not associated with any cause of death mm-hmm. or any side effects related to an AD plus. Thank you very much. Beautiful statement. <laughs> Put that in a highlight. Yeah. You know? So the next thing that I found really intriguing is NAD's effect on on heart function. And in mice, it actually showed that when a when the mice had a decrease in blood flow to the heart and when it caused their heart to enlarge, so like a heart failure for humans, NAD was able to prevent that. It was able to better dilate the, the, the vessels and, and prevent that, that growth in a heart muscle that's attributed with heart failure. And that's staggering because in the United States, we have a, this giant case of heart disease. So maybe we could supplement this, this NAD and maybe some people could prevent you know, a certain heart failure. I'm not saying prevented but yeah. maybe slow its effects or maybe if you're genetically predisposed to it but now we have this epigenetics going on maybe it might be in your in your better benefit maybe in the future we'll we'll see not only like an ace inhibitor or a beta blocker but you might also get some some nad in the future for yeah. your for your heart failure or if you're hypertensive or things like that or even if you have high blood pressure now why not try it it doesn't show to have any effects to to heighten your blood pressure even more it just has been shown to decrease blood pressure yeah, it doesn't hurt to experiment mm. plus like just like you said with epigenetics like i'm better off i want to take something that maybe is over the counter and is naturally in my body mm. than taking like let's just say something like crispr in my body and then gene editing my freaking genes and then not knowing what the repercussions of modulating my genes are yeah i know dr davidson claire said it's very beneficial if you're if you're in, I like the older spectrum, and and you're taking this, and, you, and you're taking this, yeah, because it, it prevents some of that inflammation, and like I said, your NAD depletes over time, so maybe you're just a little bit of short of, of NAD, and that's maybe that's all you really need, just to boost in your function, just a little bit. You might not fully, fully be aware of it, but it might be beneficial for you longevity-wise. Yeah. You might not feel, you know, 110 percent, but you, it might help you in the long run and help you prevent certain diseases. Maybe it might boost on, a, on the days that you're slacking. It might just be a little buffer that you needed. Yeah, and I was looking at uh, Dr. Sinclair's like Instagram. So it seems like he has some breakthrough that he's working on that he still has yet to release. So I wonder if it has to do with um, this molecule. But when it comes to like neurodegeneration, so NAD plus was actually found in um, Alzheimer's to actually increase cognitive ability. And the way it worked is a decrease of protein that was building up that was causing disruption cells that cause like miscommunication and like uh, the, the decreasing of brain function. So supposedly NAD plus helps project your, or helps protect your cells from your brain cells from dying specifically. It's man, like this stuff is like mind blowing. Like even with the immune system, the thing about NAD, I feel like it prevents a lot of inflammation. So it makes sense that it might help out your immune system as well. And they're doing some studies regarding COVID-19 and, and, and NAD as well, just because there is some kind of benefit of NAD and inflammation. Yeah, and you know and, Yeah, go ahead. I just had a thought. What's interesting is uh, they found a study in the mice, correct, and females specifically, that helped fight metabolic disorders, right? So maybe there's a correlation between this and obesity. Well, you know how, like, it's not discovered yet, but we're talking about type 3 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Type 3 diabetes, it's not a word that's coined yet, but they're saying it's basically Alzheimer's, right? It's um, there's some kind of insulin resistance in the brain. So what if this is helping 
reverse Alzheimer's because also it's helping with the resistance of uptaking glucose, let's just say in the brain, because now you have the NAD plus, which takes glucose and feeds it to the mitochondria. Yeah. Food for thought. I don't know. Just a theory, guys. Yeah, it's, it's a good theory. It's, yeah. it's very promising, but I hope it doesn't turn out something like antioxidants where everyone preaches the benefit of antioxidants and they were shown to not be as powerful as, as we thought. We're not saying don't consume antioxidants. We're just saying that, that just because you consume antioxidants doesn't mean you're going to live longer or that because of research about antioxidants aren't very promising on, on humans. They were very promising on different animals, mice, things like that. Same thing here. Very promising in animal studies. Humans were still going, we're yeah. still yet to find out. So hopefully it's not one of those. It, it was around that time that we we're trying to figure out why is like plaque happening, atherosclerosis, mm -hmm. right? So we were thinking that way too little antioxidants is causing this plaque to build up and that created a whole freaking billion dollar industry to push antioxidants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but right now I don't really see anybody pushing NAD. Just besides Dr. David Sinclair. But like I said, this is fairly new. A lot of the stuff that I looked at was labeled 2018, 2019, 2020. So it's still still, still fairly new. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe it's going to be just as break, breakthrough as, as CRISPR, but more on a nutritional and a supplemental level. Yeah. And uh, NAD plus is also linked to some immune system functioning. So as you know, when you get older, your immune system declines. And it's harder to bounce back from illnesses, fight off infections. Of course, COVID-19 is a topic. So recently, there were some studies that actually linked that NAD plus helps with uh, inflammation, just like we talked about the brain, the gut and all that. So they're, they're thinking that if you're helping with inflammation, you're actually helping with the survival of the immune response and therefore you're helping with aging. Yeah, yeah, beautiful thing. And you know, this episode we've been straight to the point and I've done quite a bit of research on, on NAD and I've listened to both of the Joe Rogans with Dr. David Sinclair and he, he's always preaching this, this stuff. And I'm definitely gonna try, try it again. The only issue I think when I last looked at it was fairly expensive. That's yeah. the only thing. It's fairly expensive unless you get it in bulk and then and then do it yourself. But usually people that are that are selling it, companies, it's, it's fairly expensive, which is understandable because it's still something new. So it's exactly. expected. But if you buy it in bulk, maybe we can buy it in bulk and share it. I'm down, I'm down to try it. I'm actually mm. looking forward to Viome as well. Mm. So a couple weeks ago, it's been almost a month and we're still waiting for the results. We purchased uh, the gut test where it checked our gut. But also, we did a blood sample that actually checks your cellular health. And one of those markers are your mitochondrial health. So I wonder how my mitochondria is. And imagine, because you could do this test on yourself, you could supplement on NAD and do another test if you really wanted to, to see if your mitochondria has improved. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if Mike comes back and says my mitochondrial health isn't the best, I'm probably going to hop on it. Why, why not? Yeah. Why not? And, and I'll try it out either way. And we can maybe do a little study between ourselves like a month while we're here. See if we change anything. Experiment on a couple of nurses here. Yeah. Um, and there are also, there's athletes that take this too when it comes to the whole chronic syndrome, I said, um, supposedly because NAD plus helps with the whole energy production. And this is actually better for athletes when it comes to athletic performance. Yeah. And not sure, not tested. Right. And it's naturally occurring compounds. So it's not like that, like fake pre-workout stuff that, that you ingest with these, with these, whoever knows what kind of chemicals to pr produce that, you know, pump. This is not going to give you that pump, but you know that this is not going to do you any harm because it's a naturally occurring thing. In your body and every cell needs it for for homeostasis and for proper cellular function so that's something you should be too too afraid of in taking i've never i haven't seen any kind of studies with overdoses on, on nad nothing like that so fairly safe if you want to try it out and if you do try it let us know yeah. we want to experiment with you guys too yeah and don't forget the little disclaimer there it's interesting too to piggyback here that supposedly a high fat diet actually reduces the levels of nad plus right so it's wild how you know, you're trying to find the perfect diet, whether you should go this way or that way. 
clearly here, supposedly keto might have a little bit of an impact on NAD levels. But then some people say that they have the best energy they ever had getting off carbs. Yeah. So just like always, we always say it's like precision medicine and just figure out what works for you. Troubleshoot. You don't like a food that's bothering you. Take it away. You know, be your own experiment. That's a good way to close it. Exactly. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We talked about NMD. We talked about some nitrates, nitrites. Avoid them unless they're in beetroot because, you know, the juices get you guys pumping, flowing. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Happy Monday. Peace. See ya.